a listener production. Okay, are you recording? Welcome to the Howie Games Player Profile, a man that has got a podcast out called The Mason Cox Show. It is outstanding. It's going to take over from Joe Rogan. It'll be so much bigger than this podcast ever could dream to be because he's a very, very determined man. His name is Mason Cox. His full episode is out next week. We have just recorded it. I couldn't recommend it more highly if you love stories of perseverance and people just having a real crack at life. Mason Cox, you've done some amazing things, but are you ready for the Howie Games Player Profile question? I'm a bit nervous, but I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Nicknames. Oh, nicknames. Uh, Coxie. Australians are lazy. Just out of wire, <laughs> oh, at the end of someone's name. Coxie, Coco. Um, someone did call me Big Tex once. I kind of like that one. Yeah, Big Tex. Um, being from Texas, I, I could like bring that, that in the commentary. Yeah, if you don't mind, just making I, that. I could go with that. Do it. I let's, will let's go start with that. it here. Next the American Pie is the one that probably sticks okay. to commentary at the moment. So, so do, you get, do you get do Coxie in America, or is it, you don't get nah, Coxie? Nah, right. Nah, nah, we nah. just whack a Y on the end. Yeah, it's like just Mason. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's just not really interesting. Right, I Big Tex. What's your fa- <laughs> What's your favorite food? Favorite food, um, Thanksgiving dinner from grandma. Mm. That's a big deal in America. I do a Thanksgiving every single year here with my best friends and we do a big turkey, full spread, everything. Um, you leave the day about 10 kilos heavier. <laughs> <laughs> it is can, a big day. Can you cook? I can cook. I love cooking. What's um, your number one? If you're trying to impress someone, what are you going with? Oh, if I'm trying to impress someone, um, mm. I've got an amazing... So I, we had a chef at the club. She used to do this um, sweet potato pumpkin soup. And it's something that's just like really like it's pretty easy to make, so you can do it pretty easily. But um, it just it just hits you in the right spot, you know. And it's it's at home cooking, like that oh, kind of it stuff. Sounds where good. You can do the chicken, you can do the roasts, and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like that is something I've just really gravitated to. Just you can't screw it up. You can't screw it up. So that and carrot cake. Carrot cake. Carrot cake. Carrot cake. Mean carrot cake. Yeah. Um, Matt Preston, I think, had it, and he, he probably wasn't too impressed. <laughs> it's like, Why is it? Like, on, on your soup. On your soup. Uh, when I turned 18, I refused to genie pop. My mum said, right, I'm not eating pumpkin anymore. You can't really me eat things I don't like. However, I love pumpkin soup yeah. and I can't stand pumpkin. That's... Can you explain that to me? I don't know. Some people can't eat tomatoes. They can get ketchup, you know. There like, you go. There totally you go. Taste We've got an answer like, so. for everything. <laughs> All right. Three people are coming around for the dinner now of this amazing um, carrot cake and uh, soup. Is this dead or alive? Anyone. Dead or alive. Oh, wow. Um, this I, is a tough one. Only three. Um, I'd love to see Napoleon. I think Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> I've like never heard foot, that one. Four foot ten right, or something like so that. So that'd, be, that'd be interesting just from a physical stature. Yes, standpoint. it would. But, um, also There'd be some comedy in to that. To almost conquer the whole world would be a pretty interesting thing. Um, I would love to have Martin Luther King there probably. Mm. He would be a great one. Um, and, geez, Elon Musk Elon would Musk. be an interesting one, I think. Uh, to have him at the table uh, would be pretty cool. To to dive into his whole idea of wanting to go to Mars and yeah. like what the next generation's going to do. He's break, like he's done some weird stuff, don't get me wrong, but I think he's one of those people that just pushes the boundaries of what we think is possible in the, in, in the world. I like it. Finish this sentence for me. Before you play footy, you always do what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, before I play footy, I always, yeah, I won't, oh, I'll go with this one. I always walk around the ground and take in the atmosphere of the place. So I'll, I'll go out on the field probably before anyone else. I'll do a full like kind of like lap or go up and down. And it, people probably think I'm weird and look look like an odd person because I'm not actually kicking the ball or anything. I'm looking into the stands and just the grandeur of the Coliseum that is the MCG. Great description. What was your first ever car? 1961 Ford Falcon Ranchero. Nice. That thing, three tree on the dash. <laughs> the steering wheel was like twice the width of my like chest. It was 
huge steering wheel. The speedometer didn't work. <laughs> the gas gauge didn't work. The uh, the handles were very questionable. Whether or not you could open the door. We had computer speakers in the back because this is before. Like obviously, there's no seat belts when yeah. this thing was made. We had computer speakers we would plug our iPod into and that would play music, but it was the car was so loud you could barely hear it even on max volume. <laughs> that was our first car, everyone's first car in our family. I, If I ever end up moving to America, I know it's not environmentally sensitive, I'd get myself a big pickup truck. Oh, yeah. I love My dad's pickup good. Of course he does. He's in GMC Texas. Sierra, Texas. Of course edition. he does. The thing's got an outlet plug in the front of the car. How good? Like, there's no necessity for that. Like I think the the like the cup holders are like cold and hot. Like you can make them a certain degree temperature. Like obnoxious over the top. No need for this whatsoever. And then the mom's got a Tesla. So it's like oh, well, she, she's balancing the it up. Here, yeah. So that was your first car. What was your first ever job? What was the first thing you did, Coxie, where you earned first a living? Job. I was a shoe salesman at Dick's Sporting Goods. Right. So I've just walked into Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, I want to hear your pattern, mate. What I do you got for to- me? So I used to, this is terrible of me. There's always these soccer moms that roll in, you know, I'm like, we had zero training in this. And I'd be like, oh, your gait's a little bit off, you know. You should get, you should get the ASICs with a bit more uh, a bit more arch support, you know. I had no clue. And funnily about. enough, they're our most oh, expensive shoes. Exactly. And then you just, you'd watch them. I'd be like, oh, go for a walk. Walk, you know, like the podiatrist says, walk down and walk back as if I had some kind of doctor qualification. And um, I'd just throw shoes at someone and, uh, yeah, just hope for the best. But I only worked there for a couple of months. So if someone really got screwed up feet after that it never really came back on me <laughs> if you could swap jobs with someone whose job would you like whose job i love afl job at the moment um mm. i hear gil mclaughlin's out the door so See, I, put my resume. I know i think you'd love, be good love gil gil's an absolute legend but um i would love that or i think one of the coolest things is be vice president of the united states because really no stress to be honest like you, you don't really have to front up if something happens you kind of just like the guy in the background that just kind of nods your head to the president um, and Joe Biden did that. I think Joe Biden was pretty much the, the quintessential person of that. And he just lived his life and loved it. So um, maybe VP of uh, POTUS. I can see that. I can see you doing that. Best piece of advice you've received? Uh, best piece of advice. Uh, we talk about this in the podcast. Yep. Um, don't forget the little people along the way. Um, that and another one I think is um, I'll give advice is that uh, whatever you do in life, take risks and learn from them overall. But if you never take risks, you never learn and you learn to regret. I look at a lot of experiences I have in life and I say, if I'm on my deathbed tomorrow, am I going to be proud of what I've been able to accomplish and what I've risked in my life to get to where I'm at? And I think if you take that mentality of saying, on my deathbed, is this something I stress about? Is this something I'm proud of, et cetera, et cetera? You can make a lot of decisions that are going to be for the benefit of your life if you think about it whenever you're on your last leg. Two most used apps on your phone. Two most used apps. Um, probably FaceTime, mm. family. Yeah. Uh, family and friends back home. And then the other one would be social media, probably be Instagram. Instagram, how do people yeah. follow you? Uh, at Mason610Cox. And then the show is The Mason Cox Show. There it's you go. Podcast. We'll get to the podcast, but Mason has a new podcast out called The Mason Cox Show. Go and listen to it. We'll get to podcast in a moment. What's your favorite item in your wardrobe? In my wardrobe? Mm. I, there's two things. Mm. I've got, oh, it's, it's a get up, I'd say. Okay. I've got a cowboy hat. Have you? Oh, yeah. I've got a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and a bolo tie. Of course I don't know you if you do. know what a bolo yeah, tie is. Yeah, like I the think, I think I'm going to make this my thing, is wearing a bolo tie. I and just like get like it. 20 of them. Um, that's the one thing in my wardrobe that's a bit weird, I would say, that people like. Rui told me he's got a big Texas cowboy hat and he's I worn it out a few times. I need the big belt buckle, though. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm With missing. the bucking bronco on it. the bucking bronco, just huge belt buckle that's like as big as your stomach. 
that's what I'm missing. But um, that's the one thing in my wardrobe. I would say it's probably good I, ensemble. I value, it's, it's a reminder of home and where good you ensemble. Uh, what are you currently watching? Uh, what are we currently watching? I just finished Stranger Things. Oh yeah! Um, Everyone tells me about this. I need to start watching this. Yeah, it's good. It, the last season was pretty like full on, like okay, very the, much the like last scary se- movie season feeling. just came out, didn't um, it? Yeah, but I'm actually at the moment I've gone back and because like, I finished Stranger Things a few weeks ago, and um, I've gone back into this thing of Friends. And it's one of those, as a kid, didn't probably understand all the jokes. As an adult, I seriously will laugh out loud at some of the stuff that Joey says. And I just find it hilarious that, like, as a kid, I just didn't understand. I used to come home every single day from school and watch it. But now as an adult, it's on Netflix, and I just chunk it on, and, like, I can be cooking and watching at the same time, and I'll just piss myself laughing at some of the stuff that happens. The first episode of Friends I ever saw, because I remember it clearly, was in a youth hostel in Arizona in 1996. Jeez. There you go. So there it must have been early stages I mean, it's of Friends. like 12 seasons or something yeah. ridiculous. Like, it's an amazing thing. So Friends is your, what you've been watching. What's your favorite movie of all time? That's, I mean, that's that's controversial to even say there's just, there's just one. Well, I'm going to ask um, you to. I, well, you can narrow it down for me. I mean, like Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Amazing movie. The general became a slave. The slave who became a gladiator. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Unreal movie. Morgan. Um, from a comedy standpoint, super bad. Mm. Hilarious. Um, those are the biggest, I think. Um, I have loved a few different documentaries, maybe. that I've gone into docos as of recent. Um, there's the Free Solo one. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's very good. I want to get that bloke um, on the show. Icarus. Icarus. If you've seen yeah, Icarus, seen if you that. like if you like sport bikes, this goes through like it's a crazy story of the guy that essentially dopes as long Lance Armstrong was, and then tries to figure out kind of how much of an improvement he has in his like cycling ability. I was thinking that it would start. I ask you questions and you answer yes or no. Were you the mastermind that cheated the Olympics? Yes. And then it, it goes on a huge right turn to this whole Great thing show. with like. Russia and the Olympics and oh, how I was they... in Sochi so yeah. I had fascination about it but they're oh. putting the tubes through the whole concrete Wild. holes absolutely and you, like, I don't want to give too much away but like if you haven't seen that movie or a documentary you need to see that also um, The Big Short oh, um, yeah. that's a good one Spotlight have you seen Spotlight? no it's full on because it's about the Catholic Church and yeah. how that kind of yeah, came yeah, to yeah I know too, what it's but about that is a great movie. I could, I could see, and I'm Catholic, raised Catholic, but I, I find the acting and everything else, and that was so, so good. Good series of recommendations. Um, what are you currently listening to, music-wise? Um, so he's actually there's three people, and they all have concerts coming up. Ty Verdez, yep, um, Jack Johnson, and the last one is Leon Bridges. So are you, a, are you a Jack Johnson man? Times like those, what will be will be. So it goes And it always goes on and on and on and on and on I'm a Jack Johnson man 101. I've seen him here once live. I'm going to see him again. City Music Marble and he's got Ziggy Alberts, the local fellow from Do downtown. Do you know Tokyo. Jack? Do I know Jack? Mm. No. So I was w- wanting to. We have an artist series part of the Howie Games. We started last year. We got artistics types, yep. musicians, etc., and their connection to sport. We're currently trying to get him on oh, for the second huge. series of the artist series to promote the upcoming tour. I know. Yeah. 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 
Because I'm trying to get someone like Amy Shark on my podcast. Okay. I would love to get Amy Shark or Tones and I. So I you and me might be going head for head for guests. This could get a bit I'll let you go for Jack Johnson. I think you have a you have a very like set in stone. You've you've made your your, your thing in podcasting, and you, you're very very good at this. I am very much in the beginning I'll be stages. I'll be pissed so. if Jack Johnson appears on your podcast. I, I've got a few contacts. I know. In, I know I there's a lot of industry. You Forget that. What I said about Jack um, Johnson. Ziggy Alberts, I think, is your way in. Right. You can get okay. to Ziggy. Get to Ziggy's Ziggy, performing as his headliner. You can okay. get to Jack. So right. I think that's my good advice from you. Right. Uh, podcast recommendation obviously the Mason Cox show is uh, hit the airwaves it is outstanding people need to listen to it and we'll talk about it more in the main episode but give me a podcast that you like listening to um, oh, I'll listen to a lot of variety of different ones um, Dill Buckley is obviously he's amazing does some amazing work um, he is a star that kid Dylan Buckley oh, I did an interview with him this is weeks ago now or maybe months ago and he's he's very good but it's kind of funny because he, he just lets you go like he's yeah. very good at just kind I of like I'm gonna you know it's very much like yourself you know like I don't need to he doesn't make it about himself it's purely about the guest the guest talks and he just kind of initiates conversation um, that's what I'm listening to. Uh, I've listened to a few different ones because being in the podcast game, you want to listen to a lot of different variety of podcasts and see how they actually like talk. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of those. There's the 200 plus podcast, which yep. is a Ruckman podcast that Dill's part of. I've listened to a bit of that um, and a lot of different ones here and there. So I'm in the beginning stages of really di- looking at it from a different lens and dissecting how they start conversations, you know, what, what questions they use to initiate conversations and stuff like that. So I'll probably listening to podcasts in a different light now. I get exactly what you're talking about. Most what we would call famous or well-known person you've met that made an impression on you. You spoke about Joe Biden in, in the main part of the episode and how he was great to include everyone and make everyone feel included. Is, is he your man or is someone else you'd like to there's, throw up there? There's two people. Joe's one of them. The second one, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Met him. Jeez, Ernie Els. Buried the lead um, here. You met Tiger. Wild. I've never... In, oh, man. It's so funny. So he's... It was the President's Cup golf tournament here in, here in Melbourne. And um, I just randomly got like asked to do it because there's like no other American that represents the country. They're like, hey, do you want oh, to be you're, American? You're the like quasi American. American, American. Like, oh, what do I do? They get, you have to be Tiger Woods. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. Um, so I walk into this room and like, I am well out of my depth. There's like, you know, you got all the top golfers in the world. Uh, Ernie Els is running the international. I think uh, Tiger Woods is the captain for the US. And then like Ash Barty's in the room and like she's the guest from Australia. And so I was like, wow, really struggling bottom <laughs> of the barrel to get an American through here. Mason Cox, who is terrible at golf. <laughs> and I remember the day before I went to the driving range, I got a lesson how to hit a golf club because I didn't want to be embarrassed in front of Tiger and Ernie. And it was this thing we did. We had to hit this ball into a barge. And I'll never forget because I think Tiger was in like, he was in like Oh, jeans. is this on the Yarra? This is on the Yarra. Oh, I remember the, the clips. I didn't see your oh, shot funnily enough thank god there's a reason you didn't see it because it was in the water I have to go oh. needs to travel a little bit oh. I saw the lifeguard coming that out straight for him that looks better it does still needs to travel the first one I hit so I'm like I'm real nervous and the, the sticks I'm getting are very short obviously and I, I go up there and I'm like oh, just just make contact with anything <laughs> dude like just don't there's cameras everywhere international event 
and I hit the first one. And I'm dead set. I look, there's a lady on the barge with a cameraman, and I hit it. And I'm like, oh, I've made good contact here. And then I look at the trajectory of this ball, and it's headed straight for. It. And I'm like, oh no! I was like, do I yell for? Oh yeah, for. Didn't say anything. The ball like bounces next to her. She's like freaked out for a second, and then it lands on the barge. And they gave me a point. And I was like, right. I'm on the board. <laughs> I'm on the board. And then the next one, I get up. I'm, I'm confident. This one, I've, I've got one on the barge. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm king boss here. And then the next one, I just shank and it goes, boom, boom, boom. And it goes like straight into the water. I was like, nah, I've done my damage. Tiger Woods tiger. comes up next. Doesn't hit the barge. So I'm not saying I'm a better golfer than Tiger Woods, but I think you are. If there is like there is you know valid reasoning out there that would say that I am a better golfer than the great man Tiger Woods. It's a good story. <laughs> Couple more for you. Favorite holiday spot? Uh, Whit Sundays. Whit Sundays. Bucket list destination somewhere you haven't been. You'd like to go? Ooh, um, I haven't been to Margaret River yet. Oh yeah, good uh, mate. But the next one that's on my list is Lord Howe Island. Oh, Lord Howe Island. Yeah, I, a lot of people probably don't know about this. Yeah. But I've been wanting to go there for years. I'm with a charity called Life Changer that goes there every year, and unfortunately, it's always during the season, so I can't go. But once I retire. I'm going to go over there with that charity, do some amazing workout in Lord Howe with um, some different uh, life advice stuff and everything else that goes on there. So that's that's definitely on my list, Lord Howe Island. Love it. I've had a few mates that have been surfing over there and they rave about it. Uh, last two, what if anything, Mason Cox scares you? Oh, um, failure. Failure. Yeah, I think a lot of athletes would probably say mm, that too. The absolutely. fear of failure drives you to be successful. Um, you always want to have something... Oh, what's the what's the quote? You go something you're looking forward to, something you're happy with now, and something that, yeah, I can't remember something you're something in the past you're proud of or something like that. Um, you have to constantly be grateful for what you have. I think is is the biggest thing I, I kind of remember. But um, yeah, that's fear is probably uh, fear of failure is one thing that drives me to be who I am. Final question, the most important one in the whole three hour period I've okay. spent with you. This defines you as an American, now an Australian <laughs> citizen, as a footballer, as a basketballer, as a soccer player, as a son, as a brother, as a pioneer in the sport. Mason Cox, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? <laughs> um, not my first option, now. Have I eaten it and will I eat it? Yes. And this is, this is interesting now, because- This is a real sit on the fence answer from you. This is sit on the fence, it is. Um, I will eat it if it's in front of me but wouldn't seek it out. Right. It's disappointing. But this is the thing. On my podcast, I asked Matt Preston. He said he liked it. Of course he does, because he's a fine cultured he man. He is an international food cricket. I thought he would tear this thing apart. It's, he didn't. It's culture, my friend. And you know what he said? He said, the beautiful thing about ham or pineapple on pizza is no matter what pizza you, join, you go to, if it's good, it's bad, they have pineapple on pizza, you can go to it and you know you'll get something that's edible. Matt Preston's my man. Mate, thanks for joining me on the Player Profile. Your full episode is out next week. People need to check out the Mason Cox Show. It is a podcast of great renown. Stay safe, look after yourself. Thanks, mate. I appreciate having me on. Centenar, Cox again. I cannot believe it. Listener.